show can be a little gay but if you're not that's okay you can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too so promise there's something for you she nerds out we're girls that like girls that like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Anne. I'm Wendy. And this is Tara. And I'm Kat. Cat. <gasps> oh, hi guys. You're back. Uh, hey guys, Cat's back. Yeah. <laughs> what a surprise. Cat is back. Guess who's back? Come on, guys. Back All again. Right. Yeah. Cat is back. Tell a friend. I'm back, but I didn't want to do any work, so I'm just hanging out. <laughs> okay, so you're our guest for, for the day. Yeah, I'm a guest All host. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so good to be here. Do you know how we do things here? I have no idea. Uh, perfect. Awesome. Well, wow. uh, we all just got to see each other. Mm. How many days ago? Feels like forever ago already. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in hangover days, it was about a week oh. ago. Um, but in real days, it was only about two days ago. There were so, some. Yeah. How were you feeling? Were you fine? I, I was touch and go. <laughs> you know, yesterday was rough. Um, we, we, well, <laughs> or, or yeah, we had many, al- many varieties of alcohol just brought because that was just kept being delivered put in front of us it, this is very um, true we we all got together for cat's mom's celebration of life um it was a beautiful event it was well done yeah. it was i feel like i really got to know her i was even telling other people mm-hmm. uh, stories about her that were resonating and i was remembering um but yeah, it was like a podcast studded event as well. There was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> John from the My Mistake podcast was there and the Aussies, um, Kitchen uh, Live, and I saw Patty Lynn there. Patty Lynn was there, yeah. Of course, we were all there. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was yeah. it was so nice and I teared up and then and then wept at the end. So, I mean, it was just really nice, such great memories. And um, yeah, just so glad we could be a part of it. So thank you. Well, Mm -hmm. thank you all for coming. And all three of you have been super supportive during this time. Um, So thank you guys all so much. I love you all. Uh, And and thank you for stepping in and for, um, uh, you know, making this seamless i've been listening and it sounds great you guys have been doing a great job um and of course and you've had your own your own shit Shit dealing with (laughs) this summer so like you understand how difficult all this is so yeah um, it sucks so thank you for doing it and thank you guys for carrying on and you've been yeah it's been great you don't need me i just go on vacation more often we do need you (laughs) we miss you yes yes it was so nice to yes. see you your lovely mug yeah. and laugh with you a little bit <laughs> over the weekends mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a nice it was a nice day it was great uh it turned but, out really yeah. well and you know we had the memorial and then everybody went over to have uh have uh have some drinks and a little bit of food uh-huh. at a local little restaurant there and uh i'm so proud of you guys for being overserved. 
My mom <laughs> would have been so, so proud of you. Um, and it was so we, fun. Like the, I would come and like, like check in with you guys so I could see the progression <laughs> of the evening and you guys were yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's see. You know, we, we got those first drinks and didn't realize how strong they're making them. They weren't skimping. It was oh, like, was a oh, serious oh party, I think, guys. are you drunk? I'm drunk. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. We all just kind of collectively looked at each other and we're like, what just happened? It like hit us all at about the same time. Well, I had two yeah. drinks in front of me. Well, I had my drinks and then I, there were two in front of me. I don't know whose they were, but they were drinks that people didn't want. So I had those two and then they handed out little things of Prosecco. I didn't finish them, by the way. I sipped on them, but then the little pr Prosecco glasses for the, the toast came mm -hmm. around and um twice i think twice, twice or yes well they and had the, leftovers and the, so they were just the waitress <laughs> right they're like well you should take these because and we we're like okay and, there was like know, 10 of them and she's like <laughs> yeah. well this is the end and nobody else is taking them and she so like, oh. she knew she, she knew where she could get rid of them yeah <laughs> he was right go over to the corner that's where you can <laughs> the cat leave comes the over and it was like what what's with all the proseccos and we're like she left them with us mm -hmm. oh, okay i'll have some more regarding oh. them yeah my favorite person there was the man with the fritter tray it was corn <laughs> fritters on a stick and he came by and every time he came by i was like yes sir you give me one of those fritters mm -hmm. and tara mm -hmm. said no i'm good and i said no she wants one so and i took hers because mm -hmm. i was hungry mm -hmm. yeah and one point looking down we had so many variety of glasses of glassware um mm -hmm. empty half full full it was it was just an endless stream of alcohols yeah um yeah and they're all very strong very yeah. strong and, and then, then y'all so. went out for more right yeah what happened we afterwards well, well before well, before you move on can we please talk about the loaf the loaf, <laughs> the loaf. oh no <laughs> so at some point i'm like my head is like it feels like my brain is in a blender and I said I can't believe how drunk you guys got <laughs> well it was not that long of a party but we were not sloppy right no no no. you weren't sloppy no we just were feeling the effects of the yeah. libations we already confirmed that we are not an embarrassment so we'll just yes we already double checked at least that's what cat we are not the people who show up to awake and get sloppy <laughs> We're not, we're that's, what you're supposed to, that's what you're supposed to do it away uh, <laughs> uh but at some point i was like my brain feels like it's in a blender i i feel like we need bread to soak up this alcohol <laughs> and then like i like maybe a minute goes by it feels like because again brain blender and i look and Noe is coming back to the table with a giant loaf of sourdough in a bag mm -hmm. Bigger than our heads, for sure. She, I, yeah. I don't, what, you went and got, where did you get bread? It's just so <laughs> typical Noe to just deliver. She went to the kitchen, mm -hmm. actually, and she she asked for it. And uh, they said, here's a loaf of bread. <laughs> and it, it didn't originally come with, like, butter. We had to go back for, like, some butter. We're just going to eat, like, to, but, you know, we didn't care. We are like, give me that bread. We're just going to eat it dry. Um, we didn't so have we, a knife. We didn't bother with silverware. Yeah. Just, we just ripped it off, oh, passed it around. Off. It reminded me of the yeah. kind of bread in like medieval movies where it's like, oh, I've brought bread and they just have a loaf of bread like that. And yeah. that's that's their food. <laughs> and then 
And then Tara <laughs> took the leftovers in a little sack. It was like a little hobbit going off with her mm-hmm. bread. So there's video of the bread. I don't know if you all realize this, but there's video. And I've seen the video. Oh, no. <laughs> so, of the bread arriving. So, so Noe comes with the bread. And everyone's like shock and awe. <laughs> And someone says, what are we going to do with that? And Tara says, we're going to fucking eat it. Oh. <laughs> Tara was like, leave I that I don't recall that. <laughs> we're going to eat the shit out of it. That's what we're going to do. I do remember that. <laughs> and then I come over and the, you guys are like tearing into it. I'm like, where did you guys get bread? And was like, no. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that tracks. Of course. Uh, I like how no uh, one asked Noe to get bread. Noe just heard that we bread was wanted and yeah yeah endeavor to find bread she, she has this sixth sense yeah she does mm-hmm. she just yeah. knows what the people want she just does I it. didn't say like no we can you go get bread i just like kind of like hypothetically put it out there like we need bread and you think <laughs> it would be a, like a plate of some rolls or something mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. the giant loaf mm-hmm. she probably oh, paid right. 90 dollars for that <laughs> bread. who knows <laughs> Probably handcrafted back there, and we just <laughs> tore it apart like animals. Yeah, uh, you know, we did. Yeah, but it was it was really nice, and I feel like we had the best photo of your mom at our table. We did. It was a very <laughs> nice yeah. photo. We we saluted and toasted to her many times throughout I, the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate that very much. Uh, and then you uh, guys kept the, you and Banana Cat and Noe kept the party going. We did. We walked across the street. That's as far as we got um, <laughs> to the high low. Which is, we walked past it when we did my birthday weekend, and it was really busy because I think, like, the women's basketball championships were happening that day. That's the place we walked by, and you guys were looking in the window to see, like, the final shot of the night. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's super cool in there. Okay. It's, like, very dark and 70s, and my favorite part was that the chairs were super low. Noe sits down and she's oh. like, are these kindergarten tables? And I was like, <laughs> I've never felt so comfortable at a bar in my Aww. whole life. My feet touch the ground. My back is fully supported. I'm not leaving here. But did, did it make it hard to get up? Like, was it like real? For me, I feel like I would like my crotch would just be like full out there when I'm trying to like move my hips to no, try to no. get out of a t- tiny chair. I no. can only speak for my short self that it was delightful. And <laughs> we had some good, food, really good food, and we had some more drinks. And amazing. oh, how many more? What do you say? One to two. It's all a blur. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I had really good I tacos so there. So impressed. Mm. Yeah, I think we are home by like ten, though. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like broke up around though. like eight or so, mm-hmm. right? Eight or eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. 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 We were too late for the can- hotel pools, but it was just like 10 ish. So, okay. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We started drinking around right around four, four o'clock yeah. or so. Yeah, we did. So, the bar opened. It started early. Got it. Really made good use of that time. So, you said do, do me proud, and I feel like we, we rose to the occasion. I am so mm-hmm. proud of you guys. Yes. But also, we were all time. very responsible as well. So, of course we stayed right. over we were like we know we know we're gonna have some fun here so we all stayed in town so nobody had to drive of course mm-hmm. well is it time to come with the birthdays with podcasting why not let's start with the birthdays uh our first birthday selection is for september 14th 
the great Sam Neill from uh, New Zealand. He was in a movie mm. with Lucille called something about the rainbow. I don't remember what it's called, <laughs> but it was an old film she did. She was young, mm. youngish. Rainbow Warrior, something about the Rainbow yeah. Warrior. But he's a you know Jurassic Park. You know he's got a little uh little uh farm thing down in New Zealand that sometimes you know, people stay at. It's fun. He's a good guy. Anywho, how old is uh, Mr. Sam Neill? I have no idea who this man is. Um, oh, you don't goodness. know who Sam he is Jurassic Neal Park. is from Jurassic Park. What guy? There's a lot the of guys guy in Jurassic with the Park. Dr. Alan Grant, who hangs out with the, the main name? guy. Let me Google Laura him. Dern. I got to see oh, what he looks goodness. like. No, you can't I'm Google gonna get... It's not going to say his age. Just look at pictures. Uh, yeah. Just look at pictures. I, Tara. Two Paddock's Winery is what he owns. Okay, so he's gray. Right. I'm gonna guess seventy-two. Oh. oh my god, I was gonna guess seventy-two. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm on Team Tara. You can't just guess the same exact number because you know if Tara they always believe in it in their I, hearts. If I okay. say seventy-three or seventy-one, Tara's gonna get pissed. Okay, I'm gonna say <laughs> sixty-eight. By the way, he was born in Ireland. I did not know that. Oh. He will be 76 oh, years old. Okay. Good looking 76, that Sam Neill. I think he's a handsome fella. I think he's a very handsome fella. I like Sam Neill. He's a good dude. Okay, pick somebody I know. <laughs> Not like it's going to help because I'm really bad at this game. All right, let's see. I'm using a different <sighs> site. It's a little less. Okay, here's a guy that was in The Fugitive. And he was my favorite part of The Fugitive. And it's not Harrison Ford. It's Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I think he's From old. Texas. San Saba, Texas. I mean, he's, he's always been old. Yeah. 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 That's right. He does have that feeling about him. Yeah. He, but he looks the same all the time. <laughs> His roommate was Al Gore in college. Oh. Tommy Lee Jones. I'm good. But he's, is he 80 old? I don't think he's 80. I'm going to say Spring 75. I'm going 89. Great. I'm, going, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going 79. I'm going 77. That's oh. Oh. Okay, can we please look up how old was he in The Fugitive? Because I feel like he was like 50 or 60 in The Fugitive, and that was like 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, not quite 80, but um, y'all look that up. I'm looking. And Thank you. I'm going to move on to another Texan. This is for the sports fans amongst us. September 17th, Patrick Mahomes, the oh. second, apparently. Oh, I'm going to say. Do you know who that is, Ian? I do. Okay. Tyler, <laughs> oh. Texas. He's Only Tyler. in name, but I'm going to say like 42. How much? <laughs> Wait, what now? 42. Okay. Are you kidding me? Nice. I'm gonna go 26. Oh, he's young. <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna go 20, I'm going 27. Good job, Cat. He is 27. <laughs> oh, no, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Sorry, he will be 28. Sorry, Cat. Oh, um, okay. Well, wow. <laughs> I like to call him Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, I know, I know it's not his name. Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech. Woo-hoo. How old is he? Twenty Super Bowl winner last year. By the way, speaking of not Texas Tech, but Texas, mm. we beat Alabama. 
Does anyone know what that means? I know Wendy does. I know what it means. Okay. Uh, Football? Our college football team beat the Alabama football team. It was a big deal. That is a big deal because Alabama is like the king dog. Even if they lose, they're still a king dog. Texas went into their house. Took them down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones, how old do you think he was in The Fugitive? I think he was like... I'm going to say 55. 47. How old do you think Harrison Ford was? 53. Okay, Tommy Lee Jones was 47. Oh, and shit. Harris, oh. Harrison Ford was 51. Ooh, I was wow. close. Older than Tommy Lee. They look, they look, yeah. Interesting. It's just wild to think Tommy Lee Jones in that movie... He was, was younger than I have not. He he yeah. always just had that older he look was, to him. Yeah, he has a, a year, grizzled face. A year you know, too older than me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. Yikes. Where are you at, Desmondo? Uh, I love me some Tommy Lee Jones. Samuel Gerard. Great movie. It's a great movie. Oh, he's so good in it. He won the Sporting Actor Award for that. Mm. Mm. He thought it was gonna be a crappy movie when they were shooting it. He was mistaken. <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of movies, box office. <laughs> yeah. Here's a fun factoid. This year, the top three movies, you want to guess what they are? You probably know. Barbie. Barbenheimer is uh-huh. two of them. Oh. And Super and uh, Mario movie. You did know you what this that? is? This is No. I did. I did. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Mario fan and you know, it was a uh, animated film mm, cartoon <laughs> it's not like i connected to it in the same way that sure. i connect to like frozen or something but mm. it was a fun out way to kill an hour and a half you know i have it's not mario. any of those movies well mario made my company a lot of money so i'm glad that one's up there Congratulations. but uh, thank you i green it where are you taking us for lunch wendy with <laughs> well, all your mario money i have not seen i can take you out to lunch with my fast x money because i directed that do your dollar bills have mario faces on them it's Might just a box with a question mark in it and when yeah. you yeah. hit it and i hit it with my head. coins boing, come boing, out boing. um yeah well you know what that signifies this is the first time in 20 years that the top three box office films now this could change like what if the marvels blows the socks off the box office you never know but first time in 20 years that the top three money-making box office films of the year none of them are sequels they're all originals well in the past mm. well i mean there saying, was a mar there was a super mario movie but this is not a sequel action. to it well, yeah this isn't a terrible sequel. this isn't but... like you know harry potter five or of course of course Avengers mm-hmm. 2, you know. But yeah, it's sequels are driving Hollywood. But this year, especially Barbenheimer dominated yeah. and uh, some originality, and it, Hollywood was rewarded, whether they deserve it or Even not, though, because they're, re- well, they're writers and actors. I think it's technically none of them were like a truly original characters, if you think about Absolutely it. Absolutely. No, no. <laughs> but. They weren't sequels to something, but now everyone. Right. Well, I don't know if I don't know if they'll be asking for an Oppenheimer sequel, but you know they want a Barbie <laughs> sequel, and you're you know you're gonna get a Super Mario sequel. Uh, Greta Gerwig has said, "I'm or not. I'm tapped out. I ain't, I ain't doing no Barbie sequel. What? Nor should she." And I've also read someone commented that uh, the takeaway has been, "Ooh, we should make more movies about toys." And their response was, "No, you should make more movies about women voicing opinions of women." driven by women and directed by women and original right. ideas. 
But Hollywood's like, ooh, we need toys. more toy movies. But and it'll be interesting because there are a bunch, bunch in coming. the, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, what was it, Polly, was it Polly Pocket? Did yes. I see? And something. But so it'll be interesting to see if it's, if it has that feminine slant to it or right. or feminist slant to it or if it's just if they make it about the toy somehow and I'm if sure that success skews it like will it prove them right or will it prove them you know right? you can make a good toy movie that will do well but i don't know that you're gonna make a good toy movie that will do what barbie has done in like right. a billion dollar range because there was something special about barbie that kept people going back and it wasn't mm-hmm. like about well hasn't the toy. barbie surpassed harry potter now i thought mm-hmm. i read maybe something like that. sure well, one of like them. unverified the individual movies yeah i don't know which which one but i think possibly yeah we should look that up somebody should look that up <laughs> research <laughs> research Barbie. research uh, Barbie. oh boy <laughs> all right in the meantime we'll, we'll, we can... okay if barbie beats the final harry potter film oh okay so not like oh, all sh- harry potters combined right so okay. which is that, ju- yeah. is that yeah Barbie overtook uh harry potter eight okay is breaking that a 12 year record for the thing adjusted for i think they inflation. don't i think, I think they, they do, do grossing they yeah if you do adjusted it's a whole different list yeah, yeah it's a mess i if was looking adjusted. at t- a ticket like, sales chart at one point that was very okay. interesting because that's oh. where it really yeah helps actual, you understand i honestly you know, think tickets. gone with the wind is still number one is Cat frozen? Yeah. Or is she just being weird? I think. <laughs> okay, that, now she's that, that she's, I thought she was just really dismayed by the point we were yeah. making, and yeah, I think God giving us real seriously judgy is still look. number one adjusted box off, box office, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because what else did they have to do? Like literally, every human probably went to that movie. So. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of movies, po- which Harry Potter movie grossed the most? Do we know that? I'm guessing it was eight. If if they're making a big deal about Barbie beating it and taking the crown, because then, because I think the point was that was the highest grossing, and then Barbie beat it. Hmm. I'm looking it up. Highest gross. Beat it, Barbie. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two was the highest grossing movie oh, of so the Harry Potter no. film series. So that's and mm. that's eight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Barbie took it out. Barbie's had it. It's just one of those movies that hit at the right time with the right message. And people Listen, kept she's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> Life is plastic. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's very so true. true. Well said, so Andrew. Well said. <clears throat> you know what else is fantastic? Empire Strikes Back. Yes! Which is oh a little gosh, independent Wendy, movie. A little independent film Wendy and I saw last week or the week before. Unknown, uh, unknown cast. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, right, and it was playing at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. And so we said, let's go check it out. Yeah. Um, what is so, this empire? What is it? Why and what is why, is why it striking, striking back? back? <laughs> yeah, like against what's what? its problem? Why is it apparently it's a sequel to another movie it's that we haven't seen? Oh, so God. we'll have to go back and check that out. But okay. this was Tara's first time seeing any original Star Wars movie on a big screen. Oh, cool! Yes, nice. What were your and thoughts, Tara? Yeah. And so the the Chinese theater first, just to describe the entire experience. Um, it's It was for like a fundraiser for... Will Rogers mm, something, something, film, film, film fun, yeah, something. 
That's it's technically. They had me at where they had me at where it could have been for any just about anything yeah. other than like you know so, child abusers anonymous charity or something like right as long as you're a good charity i was gonna pay to go see this movie so the ticket was 40 dollars, which included a free um drink and popcorn hmm. um and pop funko. so and a pop funko that's right oh, so it was really fun. not funko it's like pop. what probably less than you spend at the theater anyway um so we go there and uh the whole thing it's very reminiscent of when it actually opened there uh, and when the original Star Wars opened there and there was just like a massive crowd outside. So we walk mm-hmm. up um, right at the opening time for like the pre-movie festivities. So they have, of course, the 500, uh, the 501st there, right? That's, so they're all in costume. And then what was the other one that for like the bat, for the good people, <laughs> the rebel? Uh, rebel Legion, I think it's called. Okay, yeah. So the two um, groups that do the, the very... Um, you know heavily accurate moderated yeah uh costumes like you have to meet certain criteria you can't just slap together something um you can't wear so they're there uh master chief jen is in the 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 501st yeah and if you're not familiar with the theater this is a theater in hollywood where everyone has their hand prints and footprints and all the celebrities like sign in the cement there's like a lot Um, of premieres there yeah yeah uh, that's where a lot of those red carpet premieres happen. Um, so yes, yeah, so they're all out there. You, you could ha- get your your photo ops with them. You could pick up mm. your Funko Pop, and then we get to walk in. And I've never been in this theater either, nor had You've Wendy. Never right? been in the theater? Never. No. I've, I've never one, been no. in there. <gasps> no, I've First been outside, all, but never inside. Look, I haven't lived here that long. The oh. theater itself is so cool. Of course, it looks very like classic and yeah. beautiful, and like hand painted and. Um, you know, they had some old um on display, some like costumes from certain movies, including Star Wars. Um, so we got our free stuff. Then we said, Well, we have to go to the bathroom. So we had to walk down these like crazy stairs and the bathroom was beautiful. I just have to say, it. like there was it that in itself was like an event. It's so then we haunted. finally got to our seat. What? It is. It's haunted. <gasps> By who? Oh, everyone. Well, we didn't see in general or anything, Some I don't ghosts. think. Yeah. I don't think so, but wow. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so then we, I was getting excited. We saw, I mean, the theater is so cool. Uh, it's huge. It's an IMAX. Um, so we get our seat. We get a pretty good seat, and we're kind of down a little close, and we're like, oh, man, it's, it's not. I hope it's not too close, right? Um, but it was just right, you know? Um, <laughs> Once it started, sweet spot. you had the sweet spot. Yeah, had the sweet. So the sound was amazing. Um, it, yes, and like Wendy said, it was my first time to see Star Wars on a big screen. Obviously, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I can fully appreciate its greatness um, as much as one that she's literally was wearing a born Star Wars after. Shirt right now. Yeah, oh, I am. <laughs> that was born after the original release. Could possibly yeah. could. Okay, where's this going? Um, no, and so I already like love the movie, right? And uh-huh. but I've only seen it on my TV, and yeah. when you no matter how much you're really paying attention when you're watching uh, something on your TV, there's always some little distraction, right? And you're always commercials. It's not and commercials, yeah. and you're, it's not even though I've seen like on, it on a DVD and without commercials, it's like, or even if you have a good sound system, it's it's some something you can just look either way and you can just easily be distracted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here it was a fully immersive experience. Everyone there, of course, was a huge fan. There were a lot of co- just people there in costumes, and so you knew it was going to be like a good crowd. So it almost felt like an opening weekend of a That's movie. Cool. 
you know? So that's kind of the vibe it had already, which was cool. Made me feel like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm not the only one. It is probably quite a few people in that theater their first time seeing it on a big screen too. Um, so, uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's going i am like <laughs> fully engaged and not to have it take away from the amount of engagement i felt before but it, it is just different i the sound was amazing i couldn't take my eyes off of it mm-hmm. um i i think it's like i noticed things i didn't notice before um it it really just had this like spirit of fun and awesome. um I feel like I have like a whole new appreciation for it, which is saying a lot because I already appreciated it so much. Um, But yeah, people were cheering, clapping when the people came (laughs) on. Um, And it really was, you just want to be like, woo, you know, it's like, (laughs) it's just awesome. Um, Yeah. And I was just remember when, when it was over, I was just like, man, I was like so into that. It almost felt like a completely new movie to me. So I was so happy that I did that. And um yeah it was just a very special experience and now i just really um can even more Hmm. feel involved in that and yeah you don't have to raise your hand (laughs) yes guest was it the was it the special edition version of empire okay yes yeah what's that mean special edition version and in 1997, George Lucas decided that he was going to make some changes to the original trilogy, and he uh, re-released them all in the cinema. Uh, and he he fucked them up. <laughs> There's he different versions, really... of course. Yeah. There's actually like, I don't know when he. I think at this point maybe three or four different versions. Like I think there's the two versions of Empire. Okay. But even between what's the it... first Star Wars? Empire Strikes Back. No, a new hope. A new hope. No, like not in the order, like in the order they came out. Yeah, Star a new Wars. Hope. A new hope. It says nineteen seventy-seven. It didn't at the time. Oh, Everybody oh, just calls Anne. it Star Wars. But this it's... is why it's your show. I'm not <laughs> as nerdy as you. I'm yeah, like so it's, it's a quarter nerd. Star Wars: A New Hope. Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. So Star Wars A New Hope is the very first one that was released yeah. in cinemas but, in 1977. And what but in 1977, in it didn't have A New Hope added on there. Did there you go. So th- there's even a new fucking version, right? Like there's so many multiple versions of this movie. Sorry, I'm over. What happens in the first one? Is that the one with when we first well, see our 2D? Opening shot. <laughs> opening <Yeah>. shot. Starship <laughs> cruising overhead. Pew, 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 pew. Battle, battle. Princess Leia. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. She's bent R2-D2. down doing the recording. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think, I mean, I saw it in the theaters as a, as a kid. Obviously, it really stuck with me. Um, <laughs> but, and I've seen them at home, too. I just, I guess I didn't realize there were different versions. Who knows what I've seen. Well, George, George had things that he wanted to do originally that he couldn't do for money or whatever. Like, he added a whole Jabba the Hutt scene in Star Wars. It wasn't there. That's, eh, whatever. He changed the biggest thing is who shot first, Han or Greedo? And the original Greedo uh, okay. just says, I'm going to shoot you. So Han's like, nope, I'm shooting you first. And Greedo never shoots. But he's like, no, I always wanted him to shoot the same. Now they shoot at the same time. He didn't want Han to be a murderer. And everybody's like, but he kind of is. He was taking <laughs> him out. That's part of his That's charm. Thing. He, he made the least changes to Empire Strikes Back because it was already pretty darn perfect. They added but some. He did, he did some stupid stuff. He did Empire. some stupid stuff. Yeah. 
like they added more wampa footage which it just feels like a man in a suit it's fine but it's just the content i'm here for wampa footage (laughs) 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 i do love the wampas who doesn't want some wampa Uh, my favorite my one of my favorite lines in empire strikes back is when they're in they're on dagobah and r2 gets swallowed by this sort of serpent monstery thing and he gets shot out and he flies over and luke runs up to him and originally he said you're lucky you don't taste very good and they got rid of that line they cut that you it's... know what what we saw in the theater i was thinking that line i was thinking about that line i was like wait i i kind of remember noticing it wasn't there well that's dumb that was a it's good a, line it's such a cute fun line it's like why would you cute. take it out yeah because what's the point george lucas I guess thought it 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 ruined the the mood or was it wasn't a, it's too you know, funny. I mean, what he's like yeah, taking the fun about. out. He's sucking the fun out of it. Well, my biggest thing in Empire is the fact, like at the end, they just said, "Oh, we need to show Darth Vader going back to his ship because he was on Bespin." Luke's, you know, Leia's coming to get Luke. All of a sudden, right. Darth is. I think maybe they had part of it. I don't know how much they added, but they added more. Where they added these shots of him walking back onto a ship to where I'm like, mm. it slows it down. It had such yeah. good energy, such good momentum. And then this just takes you out of it. And he used recycled footage from Return of the Jedi to do it. It slows it down. So That's my yeah. big complaint. And then yeah. for a while they added, when Luke decides to, spoiler, Darth tells Luke he's his father. And then Luke jumps off the thing to avoid, you know, just to get away from him. And at, for a while, he added a scream. Like, Luke's That's like, right. <laughs> and people were like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So they take it back out. See? All right. And so, like, there's like multiple, ver- like, he's made, he, yeah. I bet you he's still changing it, Wendy, because people are noticed, have noticed things on Disney Plus. Well, didn't they the add, have, they added have like a line changed. or something? But is somewhere? it like, is it like, I think they changed the Greedo line. I think they changed the yes. Greedo scene again. Yeah. And it was funny. Are these like le- like recorded, like admitted changes, or is this like people's memory not recalling, like recalling it differently from when they saw it? In the How dare you? <laughs> Cause because if you I- saw it in the theater a really long time ago, and now you're seeing it on Disney Plus, thing like they when they I released it, all the change, and I have a, every version. Yeah, I have a cassette, a, a trilogy of the theatrical. Which it even changed. It probably even changed between theatrical and the release of these VHS t- tapes in the eighties. Probably Wendy. Okay. Probably. Yeah. I watched those fucking things on repeat. So you have those versions, and then those are different from like the DVD I or have streaming now. Documented evidence. This is what. Yes. Okay. Science. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Science. 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 This is not okay. It's a bad movie. Oh. Yeah. Empire is my favorite movie of all time, and I even saw things in there that you just don't see on TV because it's right giant in front of your face yeah. so you're mm-hmm. seeing random characters you're seeing planets you don't remember there you're hearing awesome. sounds you don't normally hear um so i i just thoroughly in love seeing and i think one of my favorite sounds in all of star wars is the sound of the falcon going through space <laughs> this is the sound of that um so cool. i follow that up seeing return of the jedi at the hollywood bowl where they show a print of the film with the orchestra music taken oh, out so good and then the orchestra is there playing along with the film and I wasn't going to go because I had to work the next morning and it's the Hollywood Bowl. It's great. It's hard to get to. Mm, hard to get out of. Into going. <laughs> and uh, I'm so glad I did. It was a lot of fun. People brought their lightsabers as they do. Whenever a lightsaber would ignite, ignite on screen, they would wave them around. Everybody would light up their sabers and so wave fun. them. They cheered like they did at Empire. It rained on us. It was awesome. So nice. twice 
in the ser- in the matter of like half a week, I saw Empire and Return of the Jedi That's on great. a big screen. And Good for you. It was wow. wonderful. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would do it again. And I think I really got a, again a whole new appreciation appreciation for the characters because you could you could see really focus on their faces and their right. reactions and their acting and just uh and even yoda i i just i mean i <laughs> love yoda but i was just like really into him like not in a sexual way but like oh, no. you know i have to clarify like that. in a professional way i <laughs> thought like wow oh friends so he's he duping him a little bit yeah like he is a puppet good. it was so that's saying a lot Okay, that's different. I give them an excuse. Um, When, yeah, I I give Star Wars an excuse because I appreciate their use of puppetry in lieu of CGI. I don't like when it's all puppets (laughs) and we're just supposed to act like we're watching humans. Like, because Yoda is meant to look real, right? Right, yes. As so most puppets, they just don't. Shasha, you mean like no. puppets that aren't? <laughs> it's they're terrible. The pub, their puppets are trying too hard. They're <laughs> too puppety. They're creepy. I don't. Too I puppety. cannot get their. I their emotions don't translate to me. But Yoda, he was translating. If you know what Wait, I mean. Puppet emotions that, don't. That, translate that puppet for you? is trying way too hard. <laughs> way too puppety. Take your puppetiness yeah. and go home. Take uh, it down a notch, y'all. Okay, <laughs> we get dial, it. You're a puppet. Okay. Speaking of old guys that uh, people are into. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, nice one. That's that was as smooth a transition uh, as we have ever had. Uh, yeah, I think so. That's why I needed Anne to cover it. Page six is reporting that over the weekend, Chris Evans and Alba Baptista tied the knot in an intimate ceremony. Mm. The age gap here, guys, is uh, Chris fine. is 42 and she's 26. I'm it's actually not bothered. Fine. By I'm, I'm not either. bothered. It's fine. This this is the only I love an age gap romance like nobody's <laughs> business. I'm reading a great one right now. I've got the oh, arc. Anyway, of course you are. Uh, the only problem I have with it, I feel like any when there's an age gap under the age of 30, like I feel huh? like 26, like your prefrontal cortex still is like just starting to solidify hmm. what, is it like a mush before or like i what? think that's not the most <laughs> accurate term <laughs> but i know it has to do with that part of your brain and it's like uh, 26 ah she's fine it's fine. i think you think about people that have gotten married young so two 22 year olds get married young um you know i think i think there's so many combinations of you can be the exact same age and it totally depends on your maturity level your compatibility a lot of other things a lot of other things can go wrong before it's your age so i think you know i think as long as you know they're you know it's a mature relationship that to a certain degree like i i think it's fine um 
well, and, and he's and- not known as like a guy that just like right he's creeper. not like a leo dicaprio that like right. he's, he's just womanizer. chronically like you know she'd be too old for leo first of all i think mm-hmm. she aged out uh <laughs> so i i don't know i think it all depends on the situation and if if you know uh, people around him are supportive of this or have seen their dynamic because i think they have almost the same likelihood to for it to not work out as people somewhat the exact same age right so uh, and at the end of know. the day it's like two consenting adults and like really none of our business no yeah but everyone's totally. got an opinion Holy oh yeah moly, is it in like fact, all over the place i liked been- how she's 26 was trending on twitter and people were like "Ooh, this is chris and alba when they see she's 26 is trending i'm like honey they do not care they do. and they're yeah. not looking yeah it was num- it. trending number nine right yes. just before now like all not on like my trends but like the united states trends um and it, it, it why it's trending though is because somebody wrote that basically saying she's 26 and wrote a comment about saying essentially anyone whose age gap is younger or is more than the amount of years the younger person has been an, an adult is just not right so essentially mm. that's ruling out someone like age 18 and 20 18 you know like 20 <laughs> and 24 you know it like rules. so anyway i i see we're kind of where they go but so and everyone was responding pers- to that the youngest person's age then it's problem there's like science behind this they're trying to say no they're that's their personal opinion okay. so why she's 26 was trending was because everyone was quote retweeting it and saying she's 26 stop uh you know, basically minimizing a woman's, um, you know, essentially right their the right to choices. be able to make to make their choices by then. Like she's old enough to be a doctor, she's old enough to be a soldier. You know, she's older to do, old enough to make all these other extreme life decisions. Um, but yet she can't just be left alone to choose a person that she wants to be with. Like why, you know, if you had her as your doctor, you'd probably be more willing to accept that amount of responsibility she's taken on than if she's 26 and wants to marry someone older than her but you're willing to let her do surgery on you essentially if you're you know so if you are going to be able to trust her with that then you know you can't have a double standard trust Um, that she understands what she's getting herself right and men and stop minimizing you know they said infantilize i don't know how what the you're essentializing yeah uh you know making like if it was a 26 year old man and an older woman then it would be different or essentially it's misogynistic to say you know she's she's not underage she's a, you know she's but she's 26 and she can't make any decisions for herself so um that's kind of going back to the olden days like mm. where she just couldn't possibly have the wherewithal to, right. to make that decision for she herself. She was tricked into this <laughs> yeah. marriage. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, One of my uh, favorite just looked, age gap looked, romances is... Go ahead. I was going to say, I just looked up uh, a pretty big age gap romance. Holland Taylor. That's Paulson. the one! Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to guess how many uh, how many years separate those two uh, beautiful... 35. Women? I don't know. Yeah, I think Ooh. it's around 35. It's close. It's actually 32. 32. Oh, not yeah. Holland, Holland is 80 and Sarah Paulson is 48. Nope. They're like my wow. nobody seems, no one, romance. No, no one seems to be bothered by that. And hmm. in the end, I just feel like 
there's so many reasons people change so much throughout their lives. There's so many reasons that could break those two up, you know, just Age with any relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's so many things, you know. And also he helped Regina Hall, uh, Regina King up the stairs during the Oscars. Yeah. That's a, He's a good gentleman. Man. Yeah. He, he also helped Betty White. <laughs> and He's again, with, you know, ish. I don't know. Sometimes with men, it takes them a little longer to mature. So the fact that he is a little older, um, I think, can work in her favor, essentially. So, I mean, she speaks like five languages, has been acting since she was 16. She's very, you know, I think she's a smart person. And if she wants to do it, do it. I'm sure they don't give a fuck. No, they do not. Nor nor should they. But hey, what are you going to talk about on the They're a very media? handsome couple. Uh-huh. Indeed. Indeed. I know. So congratulations there are a lot of to them. folks. And if you're totally outside this conversation, you don't know who Alba Baptista is. She is from Warrior Nun. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that is why we keep track. Do you think <laughs> do you think Christina was at the wedding? Christina Tentera Young, who plays Beatrice. Um, Let me check. Well, they were <laughs> reportedly Chris's Marvel star, Marvel star friends. Yeah, I saw Jeremy Renner. Yeah, they were there. there. But I'm sure they're going to report on them being there before they're going to bring up Christina. Like, probably not. You know. But, hmm. yeah. Whatever. Congrats. Good for I you. hope it works out for you the same amount that I hope it works out for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of people that I'm like, yeah, they're the same age, but oof. I can see a lot of <laughs> issues brewing there. Woof. Woof. Good luck. <laughs> Let's all chime in on everybody else's role. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just says a lot of the people that he knew that were there was there. So, uh-huh. well, I'm and sure, he's yeah. he's going to be the big part of this story yeah. right now for the masses. Sure. Anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. He overshadows her, even though not on this podcast, right? No. No. <laughs> we are interested that Alba Baptista married. Little off Chris the Evans. market there goes yeah. any shot you had tara well we'll see <laughs> oh, yeah. oh we'll see that's what everybody said about kelly clarkson too and look where we're at oh and you know what i'm pretty sure they were pretty close in age so there we go there we go interesting ever the optimist <laughs> over there I'll just bide my time. <laughs> You're very patient, Tara. <laughs> Playing the long game over mm-hmm. here. Do we have some mail? We do. Maybe. Who's Maybe. reading it? It's oh, me. Tara. Who's going to reach into the sack? Oh, boy. Okay. I have one. Oh. It's from Jennifer. Jennifer has the subject of reminiscing. Jennifer says, hey, snop, sexy nymphs of paradise. I like that. Wow. I am a longtime listener and first time poster. I've been listening for a long time since at least 2020. I had to have something to listen to while I fed my son during his 1 a.m., 4 a.m. feedings. And your podcast and a few others got me through the sleepless nights. My son was born a month before the shutdown, so he's the epitome of a plague baby. Epitome? I like Tara's Like I better. said, the epitome. <laughs> the epitome. Uh, <laughs> lean into uh, it. Epitome. 
like I said, I think it's French. Uh, my son was born. Nope, I already read that. Let's not do that sentence again. Like me, as in Tara, he has no social skills, but Aww. loves to babble at other kids and run away from them. Nice. His name is Daniel, but he calls himself <laughs> Bubbles. I like Aww. that. I want to call myself I Bubbles. Love, I love Daniel. He's the Bubbles. I love Bubbles. Remember, Anne, when you said earlier that the most embarrassing thing you can do to yourself is read something out loud and mess it up? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mission complete. <laughs> I'm Bubbles. So, okay. Uh, Jennifer continues. Uh, he's definitely trolling us. He's been a bit of a diva since birth. Oh, I love Bubbles. During the feeding times, I searched for Xena podcasts and came upon this trio of friends, this random assortment of opinions and voices that soothed my tired mind. I found you three. Also, Tara, your voice reminds me of an eight-year-old <laughs> who wants to show me her favorite rock. And I am absolutely excited to see your favorite rock, too. Oh, no. That's oh, nice, I think. That's cute. That's Here's my rock. You're enthusiastic. Yes. <laughs> You're enthusiastic. I'm writing this email because my son is at school for his first day of preschool. I woke him up this morning and he got up from the dead from a dead sleep and ran to me and said, School. He was so excited, but it might be too early for him to want to eat breakfast at 6 40 a.m. <laughs> Hopefully he eats a snack during snack time. He's gonna be gone for four hours and I don't know what to do with myself. Maybe sleep? That's what I do. Go for it. Anyway, thanks for reading, and I hope my snop, sexual Navi of Pandora, <laughs> Navi, friends have a great week. Here's a few pictures of my son Daniel the Diva. Aww. You mean from bubbles. the mother, Bubbles, Jennifer, aka Bubbles. Yes. Oh, he is and so here cute. is yes, so cute. Oh, what is he? What's the sign? What is that he's holding? First up? day of preschool. Oh, I am cute. three years old. Yes. I love Paw Patrol. I oh. want to be a good boy. <gasps> okay, look, I don't normally like when people are like, oh, here's my kid. I'm like, yeah, that's that's cute. But your bubbles is adorable. <laughs> yes. This video of him getting on the bus. Yes. He's so excited, and the yeah. little sign. Such a he big boy is like a thousand percent cute. And I just love that his preferred name is Bubbles. Uh -huh. Then he's like, I, I really feel like I'm more of a Bubbles. <laughs> he is I'm in love with this kid. One of the cutest little boys, I, children I have ever seen. And he I, seems pretty sociable getting on the bus. He's I like, know. hi, he's very I'm going to come on the bus now. Yeah. He's like, I so got this, cute. mom. Back off. Go yeah. find some podcasts <laughs> he's like, to listen Go to take him. a nap or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> To some self-care i don't know i wish yeah. i would have thought of podcasts when i was like going through all the baby stuff mm. yeah i think it's jennifer. your time it's your yeah, very special practice. time thank you jennifer thanks hope jennifer. to hear from you again good luck in yes. pre-k bubbles it's a yes. dog eat dog world out there <laughs> <laughs> don't let them pop you bubbles don't let them pop oh, you. oh that's profound it is put that on a shirt that's the epitome of <laughs> like right there <laughs> i love you so much um, i have an email from hildy hildy, hildy, hildy. Says, hey guys i am loving all the football talk it is yeah. literally the the number one activity in our family sadly norway's journey ended in the round of 16 like the u.s but it was fun to follow the other teams 
The quality of the game has risen among the teams from other countries, so the U.S. women not taking it past round 16 is not that unbelievable. Sorry, but I think it is great for the sport that more teams slash nations are playing good football. I think she's right. I agree. Mm-hmm. Better luck better luck next time, and maybe you'll have home advantage. The men will be playing in USA, Canada, and Mexico in 2026. Who cares? And I believe USA. <laughs> that was Kat's personal opinion. <laughs> and I believe USA and Mexico are making a bid to co-host the Women's World Cup in 2027. Ooh. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. Let's hope that actually works out. Back to Hildy. The Wheel of Time is back. Almost two years since last season, so we had to rewatch the last episode of season one before embarking on this new season. I'm enjoying this fantasy adventure. Did any of you watch it? 2021 is so long ago. I don't remember if you talked about it one, talked about it once on the pod. At last, yay! A book club. Count me in. Keep on nerding. I will be listening, Hildy. And again, she's assaulting us with uh, hmm. some photos. This, she says, mm-hmm. this is where you in my ear hole went on a hike on the last pod. Uh, you know, these pictures, like that is my dream. When I think mm. in my head of a place I really want to be walking with my dog, like on a mm-hmm. trail, and the, this, this is it. It, It's a trail mm-hmm. alongside of a, of a lake, yeah. body of water, a fjord maybe, perhaps. Maybe a fjord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so pretty. Oh, and then the baby with the soccer yeah. ball. She says, it "Looks like the goalie made yeah. the save." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute. Good job, incredible. By the way, Kat, we were talking books. I think last week, and I mentioned how you and I had talked about. Uh, I just started my Han and Leia book that we bought. Yeah, and I never read it. I don't know if you did. I haven't read I just, it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But uh, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll I'll dive into that. We can have a little book club episode. We can talk about books. That'd be fun. I'm ready. I like books. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have got a an email from Shelby called mm. Catching Up. It says, morning, nerds. Unfortunately, I've been behind on listening to your episodes, but I have spent this past week catching up. Because I'm behind, there are some things I would like to discuss. Apologies if this email is long. Tara, if you don't mind, bang your silent gavel to bring this meeting to order. Look, um, it's making the same noise that it otherwise would. I am. Well, I'm doing. I'm doing it's the gavel, but happening. yeah. Uh, first item on today's agenda, Cat. I am so sorry to hear about your mom. I can't imagine what you're going through, but just know that we all love you and are here for you. Uh, second item on today's agenda, the cornbread. The cornbread queen. Is this my official title in Snob a Lot? If so, when is my coronation? Do I get a crown? A horse? Oh my god, a flamethrower? Either way, I would love to be knighted in the land of Snop if you will have me. Uh, the I third feel like that medal from the cornbread thing was yeah. probably the yeah. coolest thing you could possibly get. That thing yeah, was pretty cool. Wasn't yeah, it like a cast iron it. pan or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, the third time, uh, third item on today's agenda, Tara, how did you like Into the Woods? I saw it when I was in Nashville, and I absolutely loved it. It's been my favorite show since I was a kid, and what made me fall in love with theater. They played into the humor and made it that much better. It's hard to pick pick a favorite moment, but I think my favorite character was the guy maneuvering the cow. (laughs) Especially the part when the witch was bringing the cow back to life. Also, the woman who played the witch, Montego Glover, is from Chattanooga and taught a class on the ins and outs of theater. 
That was the moment I knew I wanted to be a performer, but I can't dance to save my life and sports rule in the South. So I kept playing soccer, softball, and basketball while taking chorus class. Maybe one day I can be in a show. Tara, what you were have your to make thoughts? your own show like we like did. a sports uh, musical. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Sports, Perfect. the musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also enjoyed the the cow that was controlled by a person. And I love that the guy controlling the cow just shared the mannerisms and it, like interacted with the like cow while it was very cool. Um, well, and not in the way that I hate them. Um <laughs> In the way that I, in a way that I enjoyed it. Okay. The, the puppet wasn't trying too hard. It wasn't trying too hard. You know what? It was, it was No, it was self-aware um, ah. to know that it didn't Got need it. to try that hard. Okay. It could just Got be it. itself. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, fifth item on today. Oh no, fourth. Sorry, I skipped a whole item. Fourth item on today's agenda: Herb Fusion UK. Going to an ERPCon in England was amazing. Getting to meet all the European ERPers, seeing old friends, making new friends, seeing the architecture and history of the city. It was absolutely beautiful. Well, you know, I that's did... probably um, where you could hear them say epitome. Um, that's, I think that's <laughs> how, how, how they use it over there. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. old English. Probably <laughs> not. I could live there. The most bizarre part of the whole weekend was going to a place called Slug and Lettuce for dinner Saturday night. Yes, that's the name of the restaurant. And by the name, it sounds like a fancy vegan place. Oh, how wrong you would be. And if you're still helping co-host, you can chime in as well. There were bachelorette parties, dancing inside. A couple walked by that had just gotten married. And the music was so loud that Anne's watch kept telling her to go outside. And we were sitting outside. But the food was great. Surprise two-for-one drinks, and we all had a blast. The episode watch party was fun, especially when Melanie jumped up on stage to, on the stage to point out her hair extensions. Karaoke was a big hit. Outside of panels, regular photo ops, and autographs, karaoke definitely sold the show. Everybody loved it. I hope we can do it again at another ERPCon. Comments, and Thoughts? Yeah, I thought Slug and Lettuce was going to be like a vegan, healthy place because we had walked by it a few times. And then we went there and it was the loudest thumping club music. <laughs> there were like three Hindus happening. We were outside and the decibel meter on my watch just kept going. I'm like, we are outside and it's telling me it's too loud. Uh, inflatable penises everywhere. Two Amazing. for one drinks. Um a lot of bad decisions happened oh. mm. in a short amount of time. Were there any mm. loaves involved? No, it was there was there was a lot of drinking. There probably should have been a loaf involved. Mm. There should have been. Helped. We could have used a loaf or two. <laughs> uh, fifth item on today's agenda: World Cup. Yes, U.S. lost, which sucked, but this was one of the best World Cups I've seen. The level of competition has gotten so much better, which means it's no longer a done deal. Anyone has a chance to win it, and that makes the game better across the board. Getting to watch an England game in England with my English friends was something I never thought I would experience. Everybody cheering in the pub was amazing. After the convention, I flew to Ireland for a few days. I could go on and on about Ireland, but that's another story for another day. The semifinal was going on while I was in Ireland, and I was pulling for England to win over Australia. Cat and Wendy, please don't hate me or let this affect my status in the snap a lot. In Snoplot. But watching that game in an Irish pub was weird because I didn't know if Irish people would be rooting for England or not. So I kept my cheers to myself. But whoever <laughs> won that game was who I would want to win it all. After the Australia-France game, I do have a new, a new proposition for penalty kicks. 
if all 11 players take a penalty kick instead of starting over again, I think the coaches would have to kick <laughs> and be in goal. <laughs> so basically coach versus coach. What do y'all think? Could sure. be interesting. All right. I love it. I Forcing love it. By the way, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I may have been rooting for Australia, but I also love England. Like if America's not winning, I'm usually pulling for England. So I was fine either way, but you know, I was in Australia. So I was going up for Australia. Uh, sixth and final item on today's agenda, Nessie. This monster mm-hmm. hunt for Nessie kind of makes me sad. Whether you believe Nessie exists or not, what does exist is the story of Nessie and the mystery that surrounds her. That's what we love is the story and the mystery. I mean, yes, it would be cool to find proof that she does exist, but then everyone would be out there trying to catch her for a trophy, and that's what I don't want. Just let the legend, story, and mystery of Nessie grow and leave her be. Well, apparently I, they didn't find her, so. I can't believe you had a Loch Ness Monster segment while I was gone. <laughs> it was timely. The news doesn't wait, Kat. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Shelby, that's that is all the items I have to discuss. I will now open the floor if anyone has anything they would like to discuss. Pause for a dramatic effect. Laughing emoji. If not, then I will bring this meeting to a close. Tara, if you could please hit your silent gavel to close this meeting. Love you all. Talk soon, so Shelby. Crazy. No, no, I really did hit it that time. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have an email from AK. This one's subject is this is for this is. And then it's like Ooh. a like a face emoji. I don't nice. know how to explain that. Uh, I think you were supposed to read this one because it's full oh, of emojis. I can read it. I can read it. Okay, okay. Tara, take it home. I mean, who am I to deny a request from people who explicitly state that I'm, quote, not a jerk? <gasps> Shocked emoji? I mean, I'll take it. Shrug emoji. Oh, you guys are the sweetest things. Heart surrounding face emoji. Hard eyes emoji. Heart surrounding face emoji. And <laughs> thumbs up emoji? I look forward to seeing those faces from this is. That's a smiley face emoji. <laughs> I did it. I forgot to say it. Sir Max and I discovered last week that dessert hearts are des- <laughs> dessert. Oh, no. Are, are we hungry? I have a problem. Oh, we no. learned this last week that desert hearts is available free on YouTube in the UK. Oh. So we watched it. Now, oh, for shit. those of they you... Beat, they beat us to it. For those of you who oh. don't know Sir Max, Sir Max is quite high energy, quite fast moving, and this movie substantially <laughs> predates them. Some spoilers may follow, so if you don't want to know, if you want to watch the movie unbiased by our perceptions, skip all of this. Well, I haven't seen it. I know. It's Should fine. I be reading this? Nah. Okay. Uh... Oh boy. All right. They had for 40 years. So (laughs) they had this to say, I nearly died of boredom. Oh no. I escaped into the bathroom for 20 minutes in the hopes that it would be over by the time I came back only to discover that all I missed was some wistful staring out of the window. I don't mind slow, but this was glacial. Maybe it's a good movie for Star Wars fans where there are lots of long pauses filled with nothing. Damn. Maybe it would be a good movie watched at triple speed. 
if you wow. had lots of or if you had lots of ironing to do damn <laughs> i'm a little older than sir max a little more measured oh. and i wouldn't be so harsh in my assessment hmm. it's the speed of the time shruggy face emoji no one can deny life was slower back then and movies were slower too in this film no gays got buried or bashed hmm. even great and given the time it was made it's pretty much a miracle of a movie kind of <laughs> wish i had seen it back in the 80s would have been a formative i saw so many similar hetero films growing up it would have been amazing to have even just this one example of oh people like me exist too i was kind of sheltered i guess good nostalgia trip i like the soundtrack which was to my mind not at all 80s <laughs> more emojis it's holding the smiley face emoji oh that's a smiley face emoji okay yes that was <laughs> what emoji did you think it was i don't know i was so I confused i haven't i haven't had a chance to watch any Ahsoka yet bad times <laughs> i call this one the kevin from home alone face totally. times three yeah. you hit your head your face really hard we could hear that really? You I could? Think, yeah, we, yeah, oh, how yeah, can you possibly that. hear? I'm I literally tapping on my headphones. The sound is crazy. Feel like I need to watch some of the animated stuff first. Pondering emoji. <laughs> Do I, Wendy? A bi Star Wars character? I love it. Fanboys hating it? I love that even more. Right. Time to go into the woods. Later, kids. Okay. <laughs> into the woods. Into the woods. Uh, but yeah, there... try the animation. It's was good. there dessert though in that? <laughs> dessert what hearts does, are basically desserts. Do they eat? Valentine hearts? <laughs> right? I didn't hearts. see. I didn't see is any it, desserts in the whole is, movie. I don't. Understand. Is it a Valentine's Day movie? I don't get it. <laughs> it's lacking. <laughs> uh, I'll read Abby's since that one was obviously <laughs> for your pleasure. <laughs> Abby two writes in a. How do you say it? Ashoka. Ahsoka. Oh boy. Ahsoka. <laughs> Abby too writes in Ahsoka's background. If anyone is interested in learning more about Ahsoka's background, Disney Plus has a great Ahsoka Tano Essentials playlist. Ooh. It covers a couple dozen episodes from the Clone Wars and the Rebels, plus a handful from Tales of the Jedi, The Mandalorian, and The Book of Boba. Hmm. Um it's an it's a it's not about boba tea that's <laughs> not tea uh it's a nice way to check out the cartoon series without committing to seven seasons of the clone wars and four seasons of the rebels uh, abby too good that's a good tip right there yeah. mm -hmm, it's a good mm -hmm. tip but i want to commit i'm gonna go through all the oh i'm 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 supporting your commitment wendy mm -hmm. but i don't think i mean I it's have... taking a while but you know. yeah i don't think i have the patience you don't have that level of commitment yeah I don't. It's a lot. I started Rebels, but you know we'll see how far I get. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Wait till the puppets come out. <laughs> the animated puppets. It's really gonna be. Carrie says, "Long time no write." Hello, Snop. I somehow managed to get a year behind on the podcast. Oh, I know. No. I know. How could I do that? <laughs> I moved to Nebraska last year for work and just got behind. Apparently, Nebraska things slow down a little bit. Uh, I'm now back home in Tennessee, finally, and I'm almost caught up. And Tara has a whole ass girlfriend now. <laughs> She's I like ninety percent of a girlfriend. <laughs> I 
love the 200th episode with Cat Burrell, of course, and I am loving the nerdy edition of talking about newer video games. Cat, mm. I too love R2, R, wait, RD, R2? Red Dead Redemption oh. 2. <laughs> okay. I thought she misspelled R2D2. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently playing it right now, and those oh, clickers nice. in The Last of Us are so creepy. If you love open-world games, you should try Fallout 4. It is my mm. all-time favorite game. Anyways, okay. I could talk video games all day. I've missed you all, and I'm glad to be back up to date again. Thanks for everything y'all do, Carrie. Thanks for catching up. I wonder yeah, what we talked about nice, in that Carrie. you caught up with. By the way, I just yeah. uh, downloaded... I do also love video games. I usually play the Lego ones. Because they're fun oh, and yeah. easy. Oh, that's okay. And you can just explode a whole bunch and just keep going. Yeah. Uh, and But I downloaded mm -hmm. Stray, about the stray cat that, like, wanders around and got to take it places. It was a huge hit and finally came out on Xbox. And they're making a movie of it. Aw. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Well, Carrie was so excited, she bought us a beer. Ooh. Yay. Thanks, so Carrie. I, I somehow managed to get a year behind on the pod for shame I know. Here's a beer for a late Aww. happy 200th episode. I just drank it. Too. Oh. Wow. I just I just had it. Thank it's you delicious. for that. <laughs> it was delicious. Thank you for the beer. Drunk video games. Mm. Yes. Nice. That's the best. Those are That's good. All right. Nice That's a Friday afternoon life right there. I just started uh replaying uh Breath of the Wild because it's a it's a fun kind of low stress distraction from mm. from time to time. And that's a really now, Wendy, uh, Tara, sorry. Ooh, Tara, Tara, you've played that game, right? Have you played Wait, Breath of the Wild? No. Really? No, I, I don't like know where you got that from. I feel like we've talked about it on the pod. Lies. I don't think so. Oh, no. I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't believe that was me. Are, are you sure it Is wasn't this Wendy like you just thought you were you talking to me? you have to play on your computer or on, a, on the game machine? This is on the, the Switch. It's mm. a Zelda game. It's Legends of Zelda. I have not played Breath oh, of the Wild. Oh, the new Zelda. I did see the trailer. We talked about the trailer on here, okay. I think. Well, this is yeah. the one from like five oh. or so years ago. So not the one we talked about not, then, for sure. No, okay. No. no. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> That's what I'm playing. That's what I'm playing Great right story. Do you, Great when story. you play Zelda, do you get the books? Or do you hmm? just play? <laughs> you just play? <laughs> Yeah, you don't get the strategy <laughs> book. I get the oh. strategy books. Oh yeah, and that's called YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But back in the day, they were books. Sometimes I still like the books. Wow. Do you get like, stuck you and like... have to like do the walkthroughs? Oh, for sure. And I have. Oh, no, I do. I have no pride. I'll be like, how do I? I got to jump up here. How do I do that? Uh, I exactly. Eight-year-old kid do it. And then like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <okay."> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Oh yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we got some news to talk about it. So, well, what? What did I just say? I don't know. <laughs> some nerd epitome. news. <laughs> it is the epitome of my evening. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. <laughs> you know who's not going to be getting any beers bought for her anytime oh, soon? Oh, no. Drew Barrymore. Oh, Drew. Drew. Why, Drew? Why? I love Drew. Come on. Drew has decided, or I think what I read was that she's contractually obligated in some way mm. to um, start her talk show back up. Whereas oh, um, most the other shows have ceased um, production altogether because of the, the strikes and especially yeah. the WGA, um, mm. the Writers Guild. So, uh, you know, that includes all the late night hosts. Now, I did read that, like, 
shows like The View, they are uh, scabbing, so they aren't supposed to be uh, in production either, and they are having their shows. Um, but Drew had been, even for the first couple of weeks, she was out there supporting and picketing. Yeah. Um, so now it's kind of come to a point where they're like, no, you got to go back on the air. So the word is she's going to do it. And her reasoning was, you know, the my crew, they need the money. They need to be paid. Hmm. You know, which is a nice sentiment, but you're really thinking you're undermining all the, the other crews and writers and people working on the other shows, you know? So anyway, so there was some things, you know, is she scabbing? Um, is she not? Um you know, is this okay? She's not really in an acting capacity on this show. And the whole thing is essentially she's, it's either going to be her writing and she's not in the Writers Guild of America. She is in the Screen Actors Guild, but uh, she's not, in, that's not part of the union or these talk shows in that capacity, essentially, unless she talks about one of her old movies or does promotion or something for some, some SAG project. Otherwise, it's okay. Uh, however, even though they're saying, well, we're just, they're saying they're not going to have writers, but essentially you really are, um, you're not just going to walk out there and, and wing it. Wing it. <laughs> There's going to be some kind of, well, even if it's Drew herself writing um, or using non-union writers, right. um, that in itself, uh, you know, the term scab relates to a, a few different things, including um if you are a writer and you say you know what screw the strike i'm just gonna go work on this project and you know technically i'll be you know i'll do it for less than what the union wants or i'm gonna do this non-union project then you're a scab but you also can be one if you aren't in the wga but you're taking a away a job that would normally go to a wga writer mm -hmm. and uh that is essentially what Drew would be doing because her show normally employs WGA writers. So um, that does fill the definition um, because I, I smell a no. scab. Nah. <laughs> I don't and want this, you know, this for her. I don't want this no. for her. And what it does is, you know, people are like, oh, well, she doesn't care about being in the WGA because if you scab, essentially, they'll bar you from any future like if you ever want to be in the WGA, you can't. So that's what oh, yeah. helps prohibit a lot of writers from just being yeah. like, oh, now's my time to shine. I'm just going to get all, take all these projects all the away. Work. That means yeah. you'll never get into the WGA, which is where, you know, you ultimately want to go because that gets you on all the big projects, things like that. So you don't want to be put on that list mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So even though she might not ever care one way or the other, it's still terrible for her reputation to be this person and to... You know what is what is she gonna do when the strike is over? She can't just wait a few months and then when her writers do come back, it's gonna be a little tense. Sure. Um, very awkward, and people are saying, "Yeah, you're contractually obligated, but you're also Drew Barrymore. So if you say no, you know it, you're freaking Drew Barrymore. Just like everybody, all these other people with shows are having to just say, "No, I'm not coming back." A lot of them are under contract too, and it's just you don't do it. And I understand, you know, her wanting, she's saying, I think you said, Tara, that she was like, well, I want my crew to get paid, so I want to bring them back. There's, 
a lot of people who work on crews who are unemployed right now. You know, her her crew is not the only one. So, um, mm-hmm. if that's the reason she's saying, well, then why don't you pay your crew anyways without without doing right. the work? Which is what some of the some of the talk shows are doing too. Um, yeah, it's just a bad look, Drew. She's like she's belo- this beloved person, and she seems very cool and very down to earth and whatever. But I mean, not really. She seems a little out there, but. It's not a good look. And who's going to come on? No, what what yeah, right. actor is going to want to come on and, and cross that line, cross the picket line? And what are you going to talk about? Because even she can't talk about upcoming projects or movies or a lot of different yeah. topics that she can't talk about and yeah, people she can't weird. talk to. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and it's just like, is there any like, is there any scenario in which she does this and comes out OK? Like, goes on and oh, uses the time eventually. to talk about be fine like eventually, strike. I like I don't under like how. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, she could donate her entire paycheck to the uh, the uh, the strike fund that help yeah. helping people who are losing their homes right now and shit like that. I don't know. I mean, that's something it, she could do. And apparently, they are kicking any audience members out if they wear like a union pin or like i support wga if they see any kind of wga support in the studio audience even if you're tick if you have a ticket to be there and you've waited all this time (laughs) they will remove you oh that's so bad so damn that's like spiteful Hmm. yeah so they uh wow I, I think it hasn't happened yet. I think she kind of still has like a day to decide if she's going to do it or okay. something like that. So, oh boy, we'll see. Yeah. Ooh. You guys want to talk about this birthday <laughs> since it's very important to y'all? <laughs> it is. Uh, September 10th was a birthday for a show ter- uh, that Cat and I hold near and dear to our hearts. It was the 30th anniversary of the premiere of the X-Files, a show that started off with some skepticism. I famously remember um, Entertainment Weekly's review said, this show's a goner. (laughs) Oh, It took a while. You know what? And it existed in a time where you could let a show grow. And the first season, I don't think it was highly rated, but it was gaining momentum as it uh as it went through the season so at the end of season one and plus you didn't have eighty thousand other things that you're you know trying to throw out there to catch you know there were there were four networks right that was it the fact that there were four was a huge thing because there used to be only three networks now you had four (laughs) so they had they they really give it time and season two rolled around and then all of a sudden like somewhere in there it became a huge hit a huge phenomenon it was like on like Friday nights or something, and then they like, started on started on yeah. Friday then nights. they got to move yep. it to Sundays, and the audience got even bigger. And it basically is, I mean, you can't imagine TV world without the X Files. I mean, yeah. it huge influential show. Yeah, I feel like someone said that where shipping came on, but I the the term shipping. But then we talk about that one that already in playing, like from Star no. Trek or something. But it started no. shipping. Yeah, well, the, the term it introduced shipper. the term shippers. Mulder and Scully. Um, yeah, it, you know, it probably should have ended a little earlier than it did. <laughs> they built it for a while, but you know what? When that show was great, it was, it was great. It was, I mean, prime yeah. Jillian Anderson. 
Yeah. Is there's no one sexier. I'm sorry. There's just not. She's turned um, a lot of people gay, apparently. Or yeah, I don't know, like and into scientists. Yeah. She's or, turned a lot of people gay and into scientists. Yes. Now have <laughs> you watched and the FBI show agents. have you watched the show lately? Like does it still hold up for you? Yes. I haven't watched it lately, but I feel like it would. Yeah. But we're compl- we're very biased and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's well, in a minute. I don't yeah. know if I've ever watched that show. Oh, how are y'all friends? My how are we friends? God, how are you? I, here? I don't think I've ever watched an entire episode either. What? Sam. I'm aware okay. of well, guess it. Guess what we're doing, guys? Guess what <laughs> we're doing? Goodness, we're doing a deep dive. Oh mm, boy, yeah. Wow. We you know, a, we got to pick an episode, Wendy. We'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Well, I want Tara to watch Home. I feel like that was <laughs> oh, no. we should totally do home. Of Nothing too it? scary. Is it scary. That was that episode it's called Home was by yeah. far the scariest episode they ever did. And it was disturbing. the most watch disturbing. It and do like live re- like what would you recommend? Cats? Just one episode. I mean, the pilot's great. You almost have to start with the pilot. The pilot's great, but we're we're not in prime Anderson. No pilot. We'll have to research this. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, by the way, also I remember there was an article about. How the X Files <laughs> part of the reason like dancing over there, like, <laughs> share I'm dancing. Just thinking about it, I have not been in this good of a mood for a long time. Um, <laughs> oh boy! Well, they they said that part of the reason that the show worked because you know Mulder and Scully, they were a, a lot of times they were split apart investigating certain things, and they're like, "Wow, this brand new cell phone thing." Right. That's uh, they and they had these. I had a cell phone like theirs, and I was so excited. Um, Brick. It was like big this, brick. yeah, the big cell phones. But that helped yeah. them be able to do the show and keep them, you know, separately because they could talk on cell phone. Yeah. And they really put it to good use. But it, that show was, I mean, it's, it's prime, nothing better. It was so good. So good. And, then and it, you know, Wendy, I've, I've heard rumblings that they're they're thinking of doing another season. Don't let Chris Carter do it. Sands Anderson. I think Anderson is out. Well, oh. Never mm. again. I don't so. blame her. Chris Carter botched the crap out of that last one. He did. Especially with her character. It you know, it was like back in the day, Chris Carter doing an episode was huge. Like that was gonna be a really good one. And then later right. it was like, Oh god, not Chris Carter. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a slog. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, a slog. So but happy birthday, happy anniversary, happy X-Files. Birthday, you birthday, Mulder mm-hmm. and Scully. You are you're my third favorite show of all time. So you, you know what other show is so good? Ahsoka. <laughs> it's Ahsoka good. Yeah. It's Ahsoka good. Now, Kat. I'm, I'm Ahsoka-ing it up. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't think we, can we get too detailed? You haven't watched very much. I mean, no. I don't know. First impressions. Be... Just tell us first impressions. Oh, I've watched the first 20 minutes of the first episode. Okay. Uh, and Has I really Ahsoka like it. showed up yet? <laughs> Oh, she's there. She's running around. Okay. She's fighting those robot guys, and then she's talking to that other oh, yes. lady who they seem to like each other. Um, it's good. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I can't wait to see more. Okay, and that's <laughs> our Ahsoka talk. Ahsoka wrap. It is uh, so short. So. <laughs> you know what wasn't uh, short? 
Mm. Was Diana Naya? Oh wait, wait, well, wait that, hang on now. Hang on now. Be the official Ahsoka report. <laughs> I am, we are not. I thought you were done. No. Well, okay. So I don't know. I don't know. We can't like probably don't have time to like go very well, in depth what, on how about this? the last couple episodes. Can you, you give wait? us some general ideas, and then I will I will absolutely get caught up before the next time we record. Well, and it, we can really it get definitely. Like I like the first two, but I like the second two better, okay. and I feel like the pace picks up. I, liked, I didn't um, watch the second two yet. The third one's pretty short; it's like only thirty something <laughs> minutes. Um, this last one, people were really digging for a lot of reasons. Okay. Uh, Ray Stevenson is Balin. I think might be my. I just love him every time he's on screen. I adore him. Awesome. Uh, That's the yeah. old handsome guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and isn't like the fifth one going to be in the theaters or yeah. something? You can go see Only it in the theater. No, you can. Oh. It's both. It's both. Okay. But you can go see it on a big screen if you want. Which That's I feel cool. like that means they might be thinking it's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know why they're yeah, throwing this one in the theater. That's, I mean, that's an expensive. I mean, thing yeah. to do for a studio. You know, yeah. it better be a long episode. I think it's forty nine minutes, and it's directed uh. by Dave Filoni. Uh, I mean, how many episodes are we getting? Do you know? Ocho. Yeah. Okay. Only. No. That so would be halfway eight. Through. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's good. It's it's really it's um Yeah, it's it's going some it's I like you know, here's the thing, it's simple. It's got a very simple like they're both trying to get to the same place. The good side and the bad side for various reasons. And I won't go too much into it, Kat, because you're just starting it. But it's it's well, very looking like looking for Thrawn, right? They're looking for Thrawn. Well, some people are looking for Thrawn, some are looking for Ezra. And if you don't know, you know, Thrawn's been around since Heir to the Empire, the books. If right. you haven't watched Rebels, you may not know who Ezra is, but they're all, they're both trying to, they're in the same place. So Got they're it. both, in theory, both alive, cool. both dead, but they're in the same place. Okay. So, but yeah, it's, it's got some fun stuff that pops up in there. Some, awesome. Some fun, I don't know. I don't want to call it a cameo. I think it's going to be more mm-hmm. than a cameo, but you see some mm-hmm. people, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to let you catch up. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now, and right, how about that lovely transition? Do another transition. I don't remember it now. <laughs> you know what's not you know short. What, you know what isn't short? <laughs> the swim Diana Nyad did <laughs> from Cuba to Florida. Amazing. Without a shark cage. And uh, Netflix wow. just released the trailer for her new movie coming out about her. Um, what's it called? Naya? Is, is it, it just Naya? Nyad? Nyad? I think it's mm-hmm. Nyad. Um, but yeah, true story of Diana yeah. Nyad, who at the age of 60 swam 110 miles from Cuba to Florida. Oh, my God. That's a long way. Tara, you've swum in the ocean for like triathlons and stuff. Can you imagine? Uh, no, I have also I have also done that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. For so a triathlon? Yes. So how a tri- long were a you triathlon? Wow. One, two, uh, well, three. It's a. I mean, it's a mile. Did you do an Olympic try? I've yeah. done both. I did the Olympic, and then I did the half Ironman. So that was oh, one point two miles well, swim. Then you should talk about it. Because okay. So how long <laughs> done were you in the water? Olympic. How long was your uh, swim? It took me about. 50 minutes, five zero, uh, to do 1.2 miles. How long were you in the water? Uh, I'm sure Tara was faster than me, so I'll say probably about 50 to 60 minutes for a mile. Yeah. 
Diana was in the water for 60 <laughs> hours <laughs> swimming. Enough fucking. Sharks. If you have never swam in the ocean, and I'm talking like not Terrible. just <laughs> you're floating around getting a tan. I'm talking like you swim out past where the waves are breaking. Mm-hmm. Then you swim <laughs> perpendicular to the shore and you're going. That shit will exhaust you so fast. And if depending what temperature your water is, yeah. uh, like in colder water, you're going to sink and it'll be harder. And in warmer water, it helps, you know, you'll be a little more buoyant, um, but it, I mean, it doesn't help you that much. No. Um, it is truly exhausting. And it's dark and, for some of that. Like, yep. that's fucking terrifying. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It First makes of all, enough. it's the Lost- ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Scary enough to swim in the ocean during the during the day for me. Uh at yeah, night. No it, fucking way. Oh hell no. Like I can't even I can't even it, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it mm-hmm. because yep. it terrified me, especially here in LA. The water's not clear. It's yeah, it's like murky. So it feels <laughs> like if you get Anything all tired, it just there. feels like you're gonna like drown, <sighs> you know. Disappear. Yeah. And you know, then you gotta float on your back. And get your your, your air back, um, and I'm sure it was a little warmer down where she was swimming. But like, if Probably you're cold at much. all, that can like paralyze you. You know, especially at night. Ugh. Yeah. Gives me. I don't know if I can watch this movie to be honest. <laughs> well, you can't because Jodie Foster's in it. So. Yeah, right, she is. right. We that's can the, make that's exceptions. That's the only reason I'm going to watch this movie because she looks good. She does, she does look, look good. good. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, is that her girlfriend in the movie? Was that was Jodie's character a girlfriend?" But no, they're they're best friends, and I think Jodie may I think mm-hmm. it's her coach. The person are they that best plays friends? Because well. <laughs> just mean, in the trailer, I was, was getting sad. vibes I mean, like, like best friends. Yeah. Like, or breast friends. No, I think I read something about how this is a, one of those movies that's a really good representation of queer friendships and how you can okay. make your own family and have, okay. you know, that's good that you're not. You but don't if have it to be wasn't, in love with. that'd be cool too. But, no, that's yeah. Fine. That's yeah. Fine. <laughs> cool. By the way, but, she started trying to do this again at sixty. She didn't do it till she was sixty-four. So she was actually sixty-four when she, you know. The, I don't I don't want to say supposedly, but there are some people that have some quibbles with like, did she follow the rules and things like that? But I don't know. Yeah. I just want to watch there's the some, movie. There's some controversy there's here. Some controversy. I mean, here's the thing. She did it regardless. Like, yeah. even if she swam right. like whatever portion of it, like who are the people who are complaining? People who have never left their couch? Like, please. Let's, <laughs> well, I think they're like swimming people that are doing it, but mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. people they're that haven't tried this. An sure. old lady right. did it. That's what they're mad about. Uh, old, old lesbian. Is, yeah, old exactly. Lesbian did is she it. That's she is gay, about. right? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Confirmed on Larry King. Uh, and co stars, uh, well, Jodie Foster isn't the main in it. She plays uh, Bonnie Stoll, her best friend and coach. But um, Annette Benning plays yeah. Diana. Mm. So, not too shabby herself. Mm-hmm. I'm have, looking I forward to the movie, Annette whatever Benning her true story. story is. I definitely. And did wanna... I see that it's like also going to be, it's going to be on Netflix, but also in limited theaters? I don't know. Uh, maybe. They do that sometimes. Yeah. I feel like I saw that. And then I thought, like, that would be cr- like all that water stuff on the big yeah. screen. I think be... they have to do that now with if they want it to be in awards contention, they have to be in a theater mm-hmm. for 
a certain amount of time. You're and exactly I think right. it was, uh, I think it just was TIFF, uh, the Toronto International Film Festival, where it was, it just uh, aired. I don't know if it was its like debut, but I think that was last week or something. Yeah. Yeah. So very recent. um, But it's getting good acclaims. So Um, I'm interested. I am too. I mean, honestly, Jodie Foster. uh, How old do you think she is? I looked it up. Don't look it up on anybody else. Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster. How old is she right Right now? 60. 61. Um, No, hang on. I have to think. And I'm going to say 65. Tara, how do you do it? She is 60 years old. Mm. Honestly, Tara, how do you do it? You (laughs) fucking know everyone's birthday. I don't don't understand. I don't know. It's a gift. It's your superpower. I mean, because I was little watching her on TV and she was little on TV. When I yeah. was watching her, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second thing, I I have a it. I have an Annette Benning story. Oh, is she there right now? <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, out, come on out. Um, I a friend of and I were on a walk. Her name is Olivia. She's Australian. We're on a walk up a, a local popular canyon. Runyon and... Canyon. <laughs> Why aren't you naming no, names? Why are you one. keeping the canyons? I don't want to blow up a nets. I don't want to blow up a net spot. Oh, her hike spot. Gotcha. Okay. And so, um, here comes this really attractive woman walking these two big, adorable Newfoundland dogs. And as we were walking closer, we're like, "Oh my God, it's happening!" <laughs> we're like, "Oh, you have beautiful dogs." And she's like, "Oh, thank you so much." And we start, we like talked about her dogs for like five minutes we just want to pet Uh-oh. your dogs that's all and she was, An she was anonymous person she was, <laughs> yeah i don't know who you are she wasn't wearing any makeup and she was gorgeous she looked amazing effortlessly beautiful huh. this woman mm. and they clearly made her look a little more rough for, right. <laughs> in the movie because you know and lesbians are playing. apt to yeah. look rougher that's <laughs> why <laughs> That was Anne. I didn't say they that. Had a At least twenty percent. <laughs> anyway, they're like, no one will believe she's a lesbian if she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lovely what, person. I'm not betting. Cute dog. What was this like recently? Or no, this is this pre-pandemic. Oh, that's probably like <laughs> 2017, maybe. I mean, it's still a good story. It was just kind of Thank you. I needed, Thank you. To, I needed yeah. you to date it. That's all. <laughs> you needed proof. <laughs> I needed <laughs> provenance for the story. <laughs> uh, epitome. Where's my well, epitome? Yeah, I think we're at the epitome of our episode. <laughs> we sure are. I think it's actually pronoun- pronounced epitome. epitome. So, <laughs> I have been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. Epitome. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what's going to happen to you in the next, uh, like, someone's going to write in. (laughs) Well, it's going to be AK. When you just just see the word, it looks looks different. Reading is hard. Reading is hard. Reading out loud. It is hard. It's the out loud part. When you talk for Eh. over an hour on a microphone, you're going to say something wrong. Get a little punchy. 
Yeah. It's happen. You know, and your if friends you are going to laugh start, at you. It's go fun. start your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's thick see skin you do it. Be on this podcast. Yes, <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> With emails coming in. All the luck to you. All right. How do we end these things again? Oh. Well, first, I mentioned the Twitter. You yeah. can find us there at Snot Podcast with one D. Sure can. Or you can go on Fase Book or Instagram. Oh. And it's at She Nerds Out Podcast. And if you want to send us old fashioned mail where you write it by hand or type it on a word processor, you can send it to Snot. P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91510. <laughs> you can send us an email at sheenerdsout at gmail.com. And let me just say again, uh, I got some lovely cards from people. People sent me some really nice emails and messages through our socials. Thank you guys, everybody, so much. It's meant a lot to me. Uh, and thank you three for being awesome. And I love you all. And uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you for being a guest, Cat. We like having you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And thank you, Anne, for yes. playing the part of Cat. Yes. The last <laughs> Bravo. I thought I would get more height by pretending to be Cat, <laughs> but it doesn't work like that. No, no, no. Anne pretends Sweet. to be no one. Anne is an original. And we love her for it. I've been told I have tall energy, but it's not translating. <laughs> 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 and who told you that? <laughs> Emily Andrus. Oh. Did she say that? You have well, tall energy? Legit. She said you have, but it's because you have tall person energy. Wow. Nice. Put, hmm. put that on I don't know shirt. if that's a compliment, but I'll take it. <laughs> I think I would put that on a shirt. Yeah, I like pretty it. good. All right, kids. All well, right. till next time, we'll see you in a week, maybe, or so. <laughs> till then. Time around then. She <laughs> nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty, dirty.